You are joining Dr. Gary Crow presents audio tidbits for opinion, learning, and just for fun. Gary is a retired human services administrator, author, trainer, and speaker who is joined by the podcasting team to bring you perspectives, tips, and insights about people doing their best to do their best for others. The team mixes their tidbits with music from Kevin McLeod and special segments just for fun. Please relax and enjoy. I don't think I want to call this episode full of facts but it does include a few unrelated notions that I find interesting. Perhaps you will think they are interesting too. Give it a try and see if you do. You can't photocopy a $20 bill. Actually, you can't photocopy any denomination of U.S. currency. Try it and see for yourself. Why? It has something to do with dots on the bill that tell the copier not to copy. Did you know that your minor children cannot inherit should you die? If that happens, your assets will, without court intervention, be held until they are 18, before they can have access. That is according to the host of Women and Money podcast. That's why you need will and other documents that specify who will take responsibility for your children should you die and how those assets will be used to take care of your children. A verbal agreement is not enough. It takes legally valid documents that have to meet specific requirements. Don't just assume that everything will work out because it probably won't unless you make the appropriate arrangements ahead of time. Do you know about artificial intelligence, AI? It is able to find patterns and connections in data that humans can't. There is a group in Israel that has developed AI that can identify illness by analyzing your voice. Although they are not quite there yet, they hope to be able to identify cancer from your voice. One day they think they will be able to diagnose many health conditions just by listening with artificial intelligence machines. That day is closer than you may think. We read and hear a lot about what we want to happen, how we want things to turn out, the importance of goal setting and what it will take for us to succeed. The idea is that we should do whatever we can to increase the likelihood of positive outcomes for us and for those we care about. We would do well to spend at least as much time and energy being clear about what we don't want to happen, how we don't want things to turn out and what it will take to increase the likelihood of no bad outcomes for us and ours. So what are you doing today to improve the odds that you won't end up behind the eight ball tomorrow? When it comes to horn blowing, we all know that we need to blow out our own horns. Even better I think is when someone else blows our horn for us. If you have people out there blowing your horn, you have probably made it into the top tier of personal success. That notwithstanding, I want us to focus on a different kind of horn blowing. It's blowing that horn in your car. You may think that the main use of that horn is to warn other drivers and pedestrians of danger. Usually it's who they are being warned of. But that is not the most common use of those car horns. More typical is to let other drivers know that you are annoyed or frustrated with them. It's kind of like an audio finger to the other driver. Thus it may come as no surprise that car horn blowing happens more often on a weekday, in the summer, and is most often perpetrated by men. If you doubt the truth of this, check it out the next time someone blows their horn at you. Odds are that it is a weekday in the summer, and you are already late for work. 
Now that you know, I'll bet you can't help starting to notice whenever you hear a horn blowing. It's probably at least a little better than becoming one of those audio finger guys. Let's think about Zeno's paradox. If Zeno were still around, he would be a really old guy. At any rate, the paradox goes something like this. An archer is shooting an arrow toward a target. First the arrow has to go halfway and before that half of halfway. Just keep it up and eventually, the process results in an infinite number of divisions. Since it takes some time to cross each of those infinite divisions, it takes an infinite amount of time to cross all of them. Conclusion? Since it would take an infinite amount of time to cross all divisions, the arrow will never get to the target. But we know that arrows do reach the target. Of course there is some kind of logical error here but what is it? The error is that since it takes some time to cross each of those infinite divisions, it takes an infinite amount of time to cross all of them, did you catch the logical error? Just as the finite distance is divisible infinitely, so is a finite amount of time. It doesn't take an infinite amount of time to cross the infinite number of divisions. It takes 3 seconds divided into an infinite number of time segments, matching up with the infinite number of distance segments. I only share this with you to remind you that the next time someone tells you that something is true that you know can't be true, no matter how convincing their argument, it probably isn't true. There is likely a logical error in there somewhere. Just keep looking for it. Things that just can't be true seldom are.
for joining us for Dr. Gary Crow Presents Audio Tidbits. To get in touch, email Gary at GaryCrow.net. Visit www.GaryCrow.net for more tidbits and ways to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. We'll talk again soon. Music by Kevin McLeod.